Welcome to the You and Me podcast, the podcast for real brides looking for real advice. This episode of Wedding Planning Q&A is brought to you by The Bridal Journey and Wonderlust Creative. Today on the show, we talk about those pesky wedding must-haves. Do you really need to have that wedding cake? And must you really invite those people your parents are friends with? This episode answers those questions that you have that may be awkward to ask or seem like they should just be part of your wedding. Hi, Laura. Hi, Andy. I'm good. How are you? Good. Good. We've just been chatting offline. A lot of people have um, DM'd me interested to know how my wedding planning um, is going. So I've booked in my celebrant. Yes, tick. I've booked in... Uh, and also, can we go back to how expensive celebrants are and that they're making a fortune? <laughs> I was in shock. It was nearly like two grand. Yes, their $500 celebrant what would you does say? not exist Tell anymore. us the average cost for a celebrant. Well, I don't work with celebrants under 1500 I think that's probably mm. an average. And then so you've got to average. add your travel on top. So most of the couples that we deal with have celebrants between 1500 and yeah, two, two and a half grand. Crazy. They play a pretty big part in your day though. So, so it's one of those investments that you like if you pick a bad one. Oh god. Well not that there's yeah. not that we're saying that there's bad celebrants out there, but if you pick you one that someone. might mistake your name or like doesn't give you a good vibe, yeah, then Yeah, we had one you that well forgot someone's it. name, last name in the <gasps> oh and then god, just went yep. blank and she anyway, it was horrible. Yeah. Okay, yes. so I booked in the celebrant because you told me that was really important because they book is, out quickly. and they book out quickly, yes. I'm in the process of booking a photographer because you yes. also said that books out quickly. Yes, and two very important parts of your day yes. after your venue. Yeah, I've obviously booked my venue in yes. and then I've booked in – what else did I book in? You've got your – Photographer, celebrant – oh, music, music. entertainment. The, I really wanted Toby Toby – but unfortunately, they were booked out. Yes. Um, Again, it, entertainment is another one that you need to book in as soon as you so know quick. who you like really early. Especially during this if time. You've got a obviously, a lot of brides have postponed their weddings yes. to have children or whatever, yeah. whatever have you from 2020 Dirty and they went to 2022 word. i think yeah. a lot of people just skipped 2021 and Do went you know to what? a lot of them did if you want a big wedding then a lot of people yeah. have skipped it because they couldn't you... get this particular supplies no. or whatever and so you know what people are really scared that anything over 150 is going to get shut down again private property weddings we're still not back to yeah so yeah if you yeah <laughs> so yeah get your supplies why. in quick if you're getting married this year i'm Start. going in a couple of weeks to one day bridal Yes, to that do will some be dress super fittings. Fun. Oh my gosh, Kyra is there anything that I immediately magic. apart from obviously if I want the right makeup artist and hair and stuff that you would think that I kind of really need to think about, or can I now take my time to book florists in and book stationery? I know obviously <laughs> need my invites mm. soon. Well, look, I think you've got your venue, you've got your photographer, almost. You've almost, got your yeah. entertainment, you've got your celebrant. Um, and you are in the process of getting your dress. A lot of florists are not taking bookings any more than sort of six to eight months oh, out. Okay. just because so I don't need to stress about that. No, well, it's a perishable item, flowers, and they got 
screwed last year with the loss that they experienced because mm. of all the lockdowns. So, um, no, I think they're they're taking – growers are a little bit more reserved with their planting and florists are, are generally taking – well, the florists we work with are sort of taking bookings six to eight months in advance of the wedding day rather than 12 at the moment, which is really intimidating for a bride getting married because you're like, well, am I going to leave it too late and then are they going to book out because there's so many people? Yeah. But, um, look, I think if you put your feelers out – and say look this is what I'm after and this is where I am and they give you the advice look this is not what we do if you want them then just hold out for them okay yep yep just hold out for them and then obviously stationary I mean like Mm. I've sent everyone because we're having a small intimate wedding everyone knows the date yeah you don't need to worry about stationary at all until at least six months out so I'm pretty covered right I don't need to freak out no, it's the only like thing, if you don't, if you do want a videographer to compliment your photographer, when you're selecting a photographer, I would be asking them for their recommendations because I think we've actually done an episode on photography and videography, but mm. they are crucial to be able to work well together. Right. So would you suggest um, one? Have you seen a lot of people book in videographers when they've got such a small wedding? Yeah, because they want to capture they their can vows show it to and everybody show it later. who hasn't yeah. um, come. Okay, yes, so you think I should yeah. book in a videographer? If you if you are the type of people that enjoy watching that kind of stuff, not and you really. Think, then, then don't. <laughs> but if you are looking for a videographer, then I, I mean, would book it now with your photographer. I mean, I probably would only book it for the fact that there's lots of family that we're yeah. not inviting because yep. it only is. So yep. I don't know, perhaps. Um, you know, my partner's auntie yeah. and uncle who yeah. are not come, you know, because yeah. we're not inviting that extended yeah. family. Yeah. Um, I, perhaps look, maybe watch. I don't know. They're probably I, not even interested either. Do you know what? I know I love videographers and we had a wedding that we planned for a couple um, a couple of years ago that they got married overseas and we had this epic video and then they had a huge party um, and we showed it on a big drop-down screen so that everybody at the party could oh, see the vows cool. and the lead-up. Cool and it was idea. really cool. Like it was only a 10-minute clip. Um, That's a good idea. And it was really, really, really fun. So me, I love videography. I didn't have one at my wedding and I still regret it to this day, even though I'm not the person that's going to sit down and watch myself. But I do definitely regret mm. it. So I vote yes for them. Okay. But, you know, it is that extra expense that you just don't know about. Yeah, right. Anyway, mm-hmm. but All yeah. Right. Otherwise, you're on track, babe. Shall you we dive are in? on track? Oh, yes. Good. Let's oh, yeah. Go. I feel like I'm tr- well because I'm at home on maternity leave. I have time to do these things. You do. I love this though. You know, That's I'm so good. But you're gonna have to. I think Laura and I are gonna go out to my wedding venue one day and <gasps> just scope it out. Yeah. Um, and see what we can do in terms of styling. So yes, stay we're tuned create on that. Some, yeah, we'll do some behind the scenes when we go there and yeah, see what we can do. Because I want kind of this Positano looking table, mm. but the fact of the matter is, because I've learned from Laura, you need to work with your uh, venue aesthetic rather than trying to jam pack your own styling ideas in it. And I feel like it's not going to suit the venue, even though I'm desperately want like blue and white flowers and. You know, it's kind of blue and white theme, but I think it's not going to suit the actual. Mm. We'll, we'll have to see. So we'll have to see. We'll keep you Stay pro- tuned, postponed. team. <laughs> yes. All right. Let's start. So okay. question one from Emily. Hi, yes. girls. Absolutely loving the podcast. I am recently engaged mm-hmm. and have had many discussions about whether or not to have an engagement party. Right. 
would love to hear your thoughts. Isn't this funny? Because we were just saying before about how split down the middle the response was when we put a post up whether or not to have a big engagement, small wedding and what the point of it is. And it was basically like 50-50, wasn't it? And the comments were kind of the same on our our post. They were like... Either, you know, it was kind of like either what's the point or absolutely. So, look, I again, it's 50-50 and I'm still, I still think to have a big engagement party and a small wedding is totally fine. But if you're going to just hold out until, you know, hopefully there's a bit of normality, Mm. do you need to invest Five or ten thousand oh, well. dollars on an engagement party. Well, I don't you know, think so. After I put up some stories about my wedding plans, how yeah. I'm having a small, intimate yep. wedding, and then doing, you know, how everyone has an after lunch yes. after the wedding. Yeah, I'm going to do that, but invite everybody I would have invited if I was going to have a big yeah, wedding. Yeah, yeah. And so many people DM'd me and said, "What an amazing idea! Would love to hear more about this. I did this for my wedding, yeah. and it was amazing. Like best decision ever." Honestly, I feel like that's after- a wait because you don't have as much liabilities with COVID now no to you know if you're gonna have this space after lunch yeah you know it's almost like a post engagement party isn't it well it is and I don't know I just feel like after after your wedding day the the pressure's off like the pressure's off you know it's off the night after the ceremony of the ceremony too but the next day I don't know people let their hair down you know it's you know what though like the amount of people that I've been to weddings and the bride of groom have said, we just can't wait to the next day. Like yeah. we're going to get lit. We're going to get so yeah. drunk. We yeah. can't. And it's like, well, why not just have that as your, as your part you know, of if your You can't wedding, wait for that and totally. can't wait for your wedding day to be over. Like you've obviously <laughs> done the wrong thing. But anyway. Yeah. I don't so know. Every single. Emily, every single. We're back to the thing again. Yeah, it is. And it's, it's 50%. What you want to do, I think. Just yeah. what you want to do. Weigh up the pros and cons. And yeah. Just, I think it's dependent on also what kind of wedding you're having too. Well, that's it. I mean, there's no point in having an after party like or a engagement. If there's no point in having an after party the next day, if you're literally going, you're all in Melbourne or all in Sydney and you're going to a venue in the city in Sydney and then you all just go home. You know, those kind of destination weddings where you're there for multiple days, they're the best ones because everyone's relaxed. It's almost like a mini holiday. They're incredible. People are just, they're ready to kind of let their hair down. So I think they're probably the best ones. And no, I think that engagement parties, unless you've got the money to be able to do both a wedding and engagement party well, Mm. Do you need one? Perhaps not. Okay. Question two. This is from Anna. What kind of styling slash decor is a must-have? Okay. Um, This is a really good one because I think that people get a little bit sidetracked with trying to include everything and not actually including the right thing. So what are the must-haves? You must look at table linens table you've spoken about that yeah, before and how yeah. important a good oh my quality gosh table so important is. and you must look at chairs do a lot of venues provide a table in and for you or is that something that yes. you should bring in no most provide them and well, because they it's catering, ugly or they're horrific think, oh so they're disgusting bring in your own table linen 100 percent. like and you understand because venues or catering companies have to have a lint it's not even linen it's a tablecloth that is lo- like has longevity so they're always polyester okay. they look super clinical they're really heavy they're stark white like it's just you just don't use them so, so table linen table linens are you essential think, what else did you say chairs table linens and, and napkins are essential and chairs are also really? essential yeah 
Yeah. You wouldn't if go you, for venues chairs? Nope. In 99% of cases, we don't use the venues wow. chairs. Nah. Okay. Nah, they so are... Chairs? Yep. Table linen? Lighting. Lighting's probably in next. Decor like or styling? Oh, no, I'm kind of... I don't know. I think I'm a bit of a festoon hater. So I think oh, maybe... Really? Yep. I think maybe I'm a bit biased, but feature, Candles? focal candles i love i actually love fairy lighting if it's done well not done yeah, badly no, I can imagine that looking good fairy though. lighting is really cool so um but table no. linen chairs yep lighting lighting I'm just taking notes they yes <laughs> this is not um, only a podcast but also a planning session and his wedding planning session so table linen chairs lighting yep they're my top three at top every three. wedding for what every about couple plates depends on Cutlery is pretty big, but it also depends on, it's not a necessity and it depends on how you serve your food. So if your plates are going to be on the table already there for guests to sit with, then yes, I reckon you should change plating. If you are doing plated entree and main that are going to be coming out from the kitchen, you don't need to change the plating because the food's going to be on the plate and no one's going to see the plate. Oh, yeah. So um, if you're doing so, like what, a share platter thing, then so you'll you've probably got, have plates sitting I would, there. Yep, definitely. And cutlery is something I think is a luxury, not a necessity. So we always start with the palette for a client in the venue. And if they – and we – a lot of the time, if they're kind of tossing up between – the metallics if they like a silver or a gold or if they have got budget restraints then we'll give them an option a creative option that uses what the venue provides in terms of plating and cutlery so if they provide silver then we'll create an option a creative styling option that fits in silver cutlery so you don't need to replace it and you don't need that extra cost um, and then obviously we'll always present something mm. that we are just like yes let's go wild yeah. but not everybody can and so we're super aware of that and then we'll always try and like you were saying before you've got to create um, a mood and a feeling that suits the space you're in and if yeah. you're doing this incredible theme that's got all these gold highlights and then your venue's got silver cutlery it's just it just, it doesn't yeah, work it doesn't work mash it. and people don't think about like unless you unless you're a creative you don't think about those things so okay. cutlery is not a necessity but it's something that we're super mindful of when we're creating okay. Yeah. Um, okay, so table linen, chairs, yes. lighting, mm-hmm. plates, cutlery. Cutlery yeah, is a must-have, obviously, flowers along the table, candles or some sort of um, decoration. Look, I think with flowers, you go big or you go home. Um, yeah. The size of your venue really impacts your flowers as well. So if you are going – if you've got a huge space um, and you're only spending 5000 on flowers – it's that you almost may as well invest the whole five thousand in lighting and don't bother. Um, put some, you know, put chandeliers everywhere or do something really magical with lighting. Get like custom lighting neons really made. Creates an atmosphere, oh my god, it? it's amazing! It can really change. It changes your whole vibe. Yep, your whole vibe. So but if yeah, you've got a small, quite important. it's really important. But if you've got a small wedding and it's an intimate venue, and you know they've got ample lighting and you don't need to hide the ceiling or you don't, you know, you don't want that as a focal point because sometimes people put up lights and we you know we have disco balls well if the ceilings a focal point then you want to drive the eye up so for instance with my wedding venue that i booked yeah yeah we're going to have a long table and half of it goes onto the outside terrace half inside and obviously it's only 30 people so it's not much but we've got this beautiful view it's kind of sitting on like this valley it's beautiful so you would think that 
you know, it's going to be quite light in yeah. Jan- January yeah. till late. So yeah. I shouldn't bother too much about lighting. Because I wouldn't invest too much in lighting. You've no. got this outside, yep. you know, uh, you know, look. And yeah. And then at that the end is of, your lighting. That you is know, your lighting the, and the candles. And 100%. And you're not sitting at the table when it goes dark. So mm. you're dancing and nobody wants a right. full lit dance floor. All right. So, yeah, you've got to be really conscious. What about – so I think that covers maybe perhaps the reception, yeah. does it? Yeah, so I think top that five kind things, of, top four, five things. Okay, so top five things: table linens and napkins. Like your your linen aspects really important. What yeah. about place cards and stuff? That was actually my fifth thing. I was just about to oh, go down like the list. Yeah, so I always we always start with table linens and chairs, lighting, mm. florals, and signage and stationery. Good interactive, new, non-boring signage and stationery is so important. What would count as something boring? A place card that says "Hello, Sam." <laughs> <laughs> what about like a marble um, coaster? A lot of people. Yes, do that also one. not Crappy. exactly up our alley. Um, yes, no, we don't do that. Something interesting. What for are a place we doing? Um, this well, you might see <gasps> this coming wedding. We've got um, mirrored place cards, so we write a message, and the mirror reflects the message to their guest, and you don't see it until you sit down and look at the mirror. So that's really cool. It's fancy. Yeah, it's fancy. Um, we've got that's- like. Really We've got fancy. so many things that we do. Yep. A wedding, you know, a Malado design. She Emily yes. Dornbush. Yes, yes. A local jewellery designer um down in Surf Coast, but she's now in Mornington. You might know her designs at Malado. Um because she's so clever with jewellery and stuff, her place cards were luggage tags. Yes. But yeah. they were really beautifully done. I know that sounds a bit it's crappy. Really cool. But it was like this yeah. um like rectangle with your name yeah. engraved with a yeah. key cha- like a keychain. Yeah. But it was really put, good because yeah. I like use them on our suitcases yeah. now. It was yeah. something like, but we've also had, we've gone to weddings where we've had the m- marble coasters as yes. your name yeah. thing. But like half of them were left behind. Nobody I'll, takes them. The men yeah. didn't want to take them. They no. weren't going to put it in their <laughs> suit pocket. No, exactly. And, um, you know, all the girls ended up with like these heavy clutches of like marble, marble coasters that I the know. boys palmed off to yeah. us. And, and like I had like, I took it? home like four random guys name name things <laughs> just because you wanted enough coasters for your home yeah, the names <laughs> like peter and john um like who the hell are these Funny, people i know but yeah, yeah it just nah. obviously that was so expensive probably for them to do because it was like a yes. 200 people person yeah. wedding super expensive so many people especially and on acrylic it just seemed like yeah you know any of those take-home things I mean, the suitcasing was great, but I think those take-home place cards can be sometimes a little bit tacky. Well, it's kind of like maybe um, is it like a bit an, old, like a bit well, couple of years ago? I trendy. Yeah, we. I, I mean, look, it, it's one of those things. It's like, is it like, are you trying to double it as a bombinary? Because when you try and double things up, that's what it is. That's when it yes, becomes kind of it's doubled as gross. a bombinary. But we've done like we've done um, cocktail stirrers with the guest name in it in a welcome cocktail. So they take it and they take it to the table. So it's just just an added detail but it's not something that you're like now you can take this home <laughs> yeah, yeah so no we okay. never very um, we don't double in up in terms of stationery so yes. obviously we've got our place card setting yes Menus. is it necessary to have um you know find your seat if you're having a small wedding or you know the bar sign with the cocktails mm-hmm. and things no i don't think i don't think you don't need a seating plan for under 50 guests um, and sometimes you don't even need a seating plan if the catering company or the venue is good enough to be able to seat your guests and I love 
a catering company that is professional to find your guests, know who your family is and yeah, like lovely. take them to the sea. I love that. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's really rare, service. but the service is incredible. And so people remember that. Of course. I think that's a really important yeah. thing. Yeah. I love it. So I mean, we like have heaps of fun with seating charts, but... Um, they look amazing, and especially they look like in cool, photos and stuff. But are they necessary? No. And not so for what about weddings. the little bar sign that says, no. you know, wine, um, no, Chardonnay? No, nah, nah, because blah, blah. most people are going to, unless it's a walk up bar for the whole evening because you've got a cocktail wedding, then 100% because the poor staff get so annoyed oh, I get when smashed. people are like, people don't know. what rents have you got? Like, oh, just okay. have it there, make it a feature, make it cool, and then that will at least. Sh- like keep your guests a little bit on the everybody will always ask but no because do you know why because you care about what you're drinking in the early part of the night and generally in the early part of the night you're seated at a table with table service yeah so you're not getting up to a bar if you're getting up to a bar for the whole evening yeah, then so yeah it's a cocktail Do yeah that. you need a good one if you're not you don't it's just an added expense okay so does that yeah. cover all our styling i think it does this is I a think really good Question. question. I it feel was. like we could really deep dive into this yeah, a little bit further, maybe in a, another episode. So, if you've got yeah. a question about this, yes, so if you've got a question about, about styling and decor, please DM us because. Yeah, I think it'd be really good to maybe chat a bit further because it's an area that a lot of us don't know much about. And, yeah, it um, is a hard is area. It, but before we move on to the next question, was there anything do you think for um, the ceremony decor style wise as a must have? Um, I think if you are looking at seating, you need to look at seating for your ceremony. Do not forget about seating for your ceremony because you'll have all these beautiful reception pictures and then you'll be on white plastic or black plastic seats for your ceremony. Blech, yuck. Ceremony seating is the same kind of deal. And with your ceremony, I'm not a big fan of arbors. I'm just not no. unless or they are. Is an arbor including like florals behind? Is it yeah. anything that's. Yeah, I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm the biggest fan of the stock standard thing that you stand in behind, in front of the bride and groom. So, what would you of. say would be a better nothing? Oh, there's or? great ways to do it, but if you're getting married with an incredible view and then you whack like it? a wooden timber, could be unnecessary. It is so unnecessary and it blocks the entire. It's just absolutely pointless. So, florals at your ceremony, having like an aisle runner of flowers, like a, a garden path full of blooms down the aisle. Oh, I've incredible. Seen that. Yeah, beautiful. Um, having a circle, like a semicircle encasing you, like as almost like a, oh, a circle yes. of trust. Beautiful. Um, having florals on a big hoopah, um, if you're a having block. a Jewish ceremony, so oh, what they stand okay. under and having it really bold and amazing yeah, and beautiful or wow. an Indian trying to think of what I really should have done my research there but cultural backdrops super important to go huge on but if you don't have a cultural backdrop it's a lot sometimes it can be a big expense for Mm. something that you're sitting there for half an hour and you're not going to have right yeah I don't know that makes sense that is a personal opinion but yeah there you go that makes sense don't forget your ceremony chairs please really overboard again oh with my God, the, huge. Um, the ceremony when a your venue or your backdrop can speak for, for itself, itself. Yep, your dress absolutely. your flowers mm. your bridesmaid you. your groomsmen yeah the they're celebrant not looking standing at, in front of it anyway yeah um they're so not looking at consideration yeah i i mean you've just i mean you've just got to be aware like they're not looking at your flowers if you're doing a major crazy 
backdrop and you've got this beautiful vineyard view behind you, you're doing it for a photo, not for the behind of yeah. you guys. So yeah. I like the idea yeah. of the flowers down the aisle though. That's yeah, that's great idea. Super beautiful. Um, okay. Okay. How do you make a wedding? Last question. Oh, this is a good one. How do you make a wedding look expensive? I don't know who this is from, <laughs> but how do you make a wedding look expensive without adding too much detail? You can't. <laughs> <laughs> you kind of can't. No, you can. You've just it dep- okay. So, firstly, and this is such a planner thing to say, but it depends on what you define as expensive. I think some people think that the cost of flowers can be expensive to their budget. Um, it's a which this I feel is like I'm one of those really people. hard one to, to answer. Me, spending a couple of grand on flowers seems absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, it's but, um. It, it does. It does depend on what you deem as expensive. This is a. This actually is a really hard question. Too, too I, broad. Um. No. Just. I think it's personal opinion. Is it one here. of those things like, <clears throat> you know, when you're looking for, for instance, like a, yeah. a blazer, right? Yep. Yeah. You would go for something way more expensive because it's tailored. The quality is yeah. better. Yeah. The material's better. That looks more expensive. Mm-hmm. It costs more. Yeah. Is that the same? Like it's really hard to make a wedding look expensive because those touches are expensive. You can't do it on a really strict, tight, small budget and make it look expensive. If that makes sense. Yeah, you can't have champagne taste on a beer budget. And yeah, and your table linen, that is expensive if you want something beautiful and flowy. Like you can't really go around it, do you think? No, I, yeah, I'm... Is there any like tricks of the trait? Like, I mean, maybe you could, instead of flowers down the middle, use lots of candles because candles are cheap. I think it's about your investment. It would be, but you, you cannot... You can't, you actually can't make a wedding look expensive without detail. I think what you have to do if this was your question, um, and I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but you've got to pick. <laughs> From <Andy>. <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> actually me who wrote this. <laughs> me, guys, nuts. it's me. But you've got to pick one element, florals, candles, lighting, Go chairs, change that up and do that beautiful and then do not spend it spend the barest minimum well on every I other mean, element i suppose you said before with the cutlery you yeah. might not buy that no, you expensive cutlery mm-hmm. and use a venue totally. because it matches totally. whatever else they're totally using. but you also might be like so almost like a cutting cost type it question, is maybe? but doing it in a way that you're not trying to be something, you know, don't try and be somebody you're not. Don't try and produ- try and produce something you're not. If you can't afford it, that is completely fine. And that's nothing anybody should be embarrassed about. But to make something look expensive when it's not, you are going to fail one million times over. So have that white place card with that black Hello Sam on it. Don't <laughs> even worry about the stationery or signage side of it. And... Uh, put all your money into blooms or put all your money into these cool, funky, interactive, bright, hyper pink place cards that like double as a menu and have got like a rollerball on it. But don't don't do any flowers. Oh okay. So pick actually, one element and move on. You just from everything mentioned else. something that brings me back to the last question. Oh yeah. Is menus on the table a must have? Yes, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Note that shit down. I'm writing that down. <laughs> Yeah. adding it to my list I love it 
Okay. All right. Well, next week on Wedding Planning Q&A, we again have so many questions of yours that you've sent through. And you know what? I just, we are so glad that you guys are interactive with us. I mean, it just makes this whole podcasting venture so much fun and we can't wait to answer your voice memos because finally you are all sending through some voice memos so Mm -hmm. hens days drunk guests and COVID insurance we chat about it all next week Mm -hmm. if you have a question or would like our advice simply record your message and slide on into our instagram dms or leave us an email with your message slide in slide on in with your message attached to hello at the you and me podcast.com Thanks for listening. Ciao.